Hello and welcome to an Unwavering Force extra content. Um, you know, we were planning on this and I didn't decide what to name it. Uh, probably because this is probably not going to be something we're going to record for a minute. But uh, yeah, this is Unwavering Force and I'm here to introduce our lovely, lovely new cast member. Um, yeah, you know, uh, Katrina, why don't you take it away? Who are you? Hi, I'm Katrina. Uh, I am also known as O-Katrina. I'm a lifelong Star Wars fan, um, a performer, a producer, a writer, uh, and a podcast host. Yeah, yeah. Uh, What's that podcast? Because I feel like there's going to be a huge (laughs) overlap for our listeners. Uh, My podcast is called Padro Pascal, the podcast about Pedro Pascal. And it's been going for, I think we're, we're coming up on two years now. Um, we're at the time of this recording, we're off currently to, um, support the, uh, writers and actors strikes, but hopefully when this airs, um, the studios will choose to pay their writers and actors and we can start talking about Pedro again. Um, so that's, that's my main podcast right now. I've got a couple others known as, uh, what's glup, which is about, uh, star Wars, um, characters that are in the background and, and that fans obsess over. And then I have, um, another one called fight club far, far away, where we talk about the greatest fights in star Wars. So I'm all over the place. <laughs> What's Glup is such like an inspired name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. I try to keep it simple, but like right on target, you know, try to stay on target. Yeah. Um, we're we're just going to like go over a few things so people could like get to know you if they don't already know you. I feel like if you are a fan of Star Wars media or Pedro Pascal, you probably already know Katrina listeners. Um, but yeah, we kind of already went over this, but like what's your... What's your familiarity with Star Wars? What's like, what's Star Wars like? What has it been for you? Like, what? why is it like your thing? It's uh, It's been a lifelong obsession. You know, I, I first learned about Star Wars when I was, gosh, I think like four years old at a Star Trek convention because there were uh, Topps cards at a booth that had Han Solo Ooh, and yeah. Chewbacca on them. Yeah, and and I was like, oh, Dad, what Star Wars, Star Trek characters are these? And that was the day <laughs> that we went home, and I watched A New Hope for the first time. And um, Star Wars has it's guided my career, honestly, because everything I want to do in life sort of um, revolves around this franchise. Um, and so I've been so fortunate to um, not only like work with Star Wars in an official capacity as an influencer and um, uh, formerly formerly a, a blogger over at StarWars.com. Um, but I'm also in awesome shows like this one. Uh, and I also have been able to like, just create so many uh, super fun and amazing things uh, in the Star Wars fan community. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, you know, it's, it's um, fr- personally, um, I met you because we were in uh, a one shot together that uh like um like friend of the show whether officially or unofficially i don't know what that means but uh ttrp gifts jorge robo goblin put together and we were in an encanto one shot together mm-hmm. um and then so like we started talking we like we um and then started doing stuff and it was only like after the fact that i realized oh you do a bunch of Star Wars stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. I've uh, I've I've been a, a very loud um, Star Wars fan on social media for 
uh, for very, very many years. And I've gotten to, like I said, I've gotten to work um, with Lucasfilm in various capacities and um, see Star Wars at Lucasfilm in various capacities. So it's it's been really cool. And and yeah, and doing that in Gonzo One Shot was so cool. So I'm glad yeah. that we get to be in this TTRPG again together. Yeah, no, I, I'm so, so happy to have uh, brought you in. Um, the whole cast is actually so excited in there because we have after like having to figure out like, oh, we need to figure out our cast situation because one person had to step away. Um, like pretty much everyone was like, well, how about Katrina? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> listeners, you you probably uh, may have noticed Katrina's voice may sound a little familiar because you voiced uh, uh, Honor's uh, Jedi Master, Toya Delos. Yes, I did. And we named uh, Toya after my abuela. So lots of lots of really heartfelt connections already. And, and I was so excited to just like when you asked me, I was like, oh, yeah, I will do <laughs> anything for this for this podcast. Like just throw me, you know, let me in coach. However sports <laughs> terms go, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're really excited. I'm super excited for your character because um, we had to like work around how throwing in the new character makes sense, um, which at the time of recording this, we already have some stuff um, recorded. We're just trying to get ahead of our normal schedule. Um, it's, it's very spicy. It's incredibly. Um, stuff is happening a lot of stuff is happening uh but yeah uh katrina tell us who your characters who are you playing um and tell us just, just like a little rundown about them what what can people expect from this character yeah uh so i am playing a character who is named uh lua sarai ainoa um but we call her lua and she is a Feelin' singer, primarily, also an author, philanthropist, Hellenet personality, and secret rebel spy. Uh, Lua comes in um, right when I think um, the cast needs her, um, and yeah. she she has, uh, much like everyone else, a special connection with the Force um, through her singing abilities. Um, she, like I said, is a, a Feelin', so she's got uh, three horns on either side of her head, the various feeling freckles and marks um lots of like long magenta hair on her head and uh and she's always got some kind of new outfit um except when you know when th there's no changing to be done but uh mm. yeah but she she actually um grew up uh in the the time of the republic and she was very close um with uh, a group of young jedi padawans um I would like, I, I kind of liken Lua uh, to, and her relationship to the the Padawans to the, um, oh gosh, the, the show is completely flown out of my brain. Um, the The show about um, the new, the High Republic Jedi uh, Padawans, like the Jedi younglings. Oh like, gosh, I know you're talking about, I don't remember the name. Uh, yeah, I mean, so like, if you've seen <laughs> that show on Disney Plus, it's like made for children. Um, and it's about these Jedi younglings in uh, that are tra training to be Jedi. Um, and they have a, a friend, a pilot friend. Um, and so Lua is not a pilot. She's actually, she cannot fly um, anything. Uh, but she is, she was a friend of the Jedi. And so when Order 66 happened, um, she kind of figured that something was up. Um, and uh, because of that, um, and because of a, 
series of unfortunate events rolling on after that. She eventually found her way to the rebellion and, and became connected with the uh, the Fulcrum Network, and uh, and that's sort of sort of where we meet her. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah, exactly. That's exactly where we meet them. Um, when you pitch this idea to me, um, I'm so excited because it falls in line exactly where I want to do with the show. Um, we we have like been on the same like uh, brainwave for like stories you want to tell. Um, we were just in a, a a Star Wars affiliated game with each other recently. I don't mm -hmm. think it's out by the time this will be out. You'll hear about it. Um, and yeah, that was that was so fun. We were, everyone there. We we're on the same brainwave of just like yes, you want to play rebellious people, mm -hmm. like not like not like teenager rebellious. Like destroy yeah. the Death Star rebellious. Yeah, down with fascism rebellious. Exactly. That's very much where Lua is. She's she's both anti-fascist and also just generally, <clears throat> despite her pleasant personality, there is a tinge of revenge in her bones. Um, so a lot of that drives uh what she does. So good. Um so I just mentioned like my ideas for the story, but like, what kind of stories do you want to tell with Luo? Like, what what's the path that you kind of want to push her story forward? Because I think where we're meeting them, which you'll hear like eventually, um, it makes sense where the story's going. But where do you want her story to go? I think when I think about where Lou is going, um, I I believe that you know when you reach a point in in your life. That they're at um lua is when we meet them uh uh a fairly like not not quite a, a taylor swift beyonce but like a fairly well accomplished like artist um and she uses uh those connections to kind of navigate the 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 empire and like get in and spy for the rebellion um and i'd really like to see her find um, I think closure uh, in in what has happened to her, um, the loss that that they've experienced, um, and you know, and also kind of tapping more deeply into the ability that they have to connect with the force through music and song and their voice. Um, when I think about Lua, when I was creating Lua, um, I'm a really big anime fan, um, and I love the Macross series. And one of the recurring themes in the Macross series is that um, these singers, like pop artists, rock artists, um, have this ability to connect with like an alien species through their song. Um, and so I really want to see that kind of like develop into something where, you know, she her connection with the force is something she's like aware of, but like, she certainly doesn't take herself as seriously as like a Jedi would. Like she effectively chose not to join the Jedi as a young person. Um, and, and gosh, she do dodged a bullet there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, or a blaster bolt if you were. Um, yeah. So I, I would like to see her kind of like, come into this understanding of the force because i i've always been fascinated by stories of force users who are not jedi or sith you know that's why i i love asajj ventress so much because yes. she was a jedi she was a sith acolyte but eventually she found her own path and um she reconnected with the night sisters and the way they use the force is so radically different from you know jedi and sith so that's that's definitely something i'd like to do 
Yeah, that um, that whole idea of interacting with the person of ways that was that's the whole conceit of this podcast. Um, and yeah, like especially like Assange Ventures for sure, like inspired me to want to explore that because um, I I've been like a Star Wars fan, but I didn't consume like a lot of like not movie material mm-hmm. until actually very recently. It's all it, this whole podcast is actually like Alyssa's fault because they got me to listen to the podcast a more civilized age mm-hmm. uh, which is like a clone wars yeah. review podcast yeah um and then from there i started like learning about all this stuff and yeah the night sisters and their magic um which y'all would have seen like a little bit from maybe one sunder abyss mm-hmm. um in this show uh so yeah it's it's so cool and like i'm very excited to explore that and explore the different stuff because yes we have the twins who are very about like the force and like what we know as the forest but like seeing stuff through sunder and stuff we saw through fung and stuff we may see surrounding um soma uh, which is kind of like it's it's interesting because as far as like we've seen soma is just like a garbage person but like they seem to be just like really in vibe with everyone uh we'll we'll see if there's more to see there with soma and i can't wait to see what we have for in store for lua mm-hmm. um yeah so what i wanted to do is what we did when we started the show was we did q a and so i think i'm gonna take a couple questions katrina that we did from there and throw them at you in regards to both you and maybe lua not hey, maybe yeah. definitely lua <laughs> absolutely all right so let me just go through this we kind of went over this um there's one from at taldaz one um it's what the force meant to the cast and their character you kind of know what it means for low what what does the force mean like for you i okay so i have like this this i guess this isn't super unique or whatever but i'm kind of obsessed with the way the force works and finding out how broad that is, you know? Um, uh, I think I was talking about it recently um, in reaction to like uh, Ahsoka and like how Sabine connects to the Force versus like anyone else. Because I, if you've been watching since Rebels, like it's been a known fact that if Sabine allows herself to, and wills herself to connect to the Force, um, it's a strong possibility that she could become um, an even greater fighter or a more developed person than she already is. Um, and she has this huge potential to connect with the Force. And I think that, you know, the reason we see her not doing so hot as like a Jedi on the show is because that's not her path in the Force. Um, and so I, I love the the idea of kind of like exploring stories because when you you think about it, like Obi Wan, way back in the in A New Hope, says you know the Force is something that that runs through all of us. It connects us. Um, it's always present. It's everywhere. It's like air, really. Um, he didn't say that part, but you know. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's interesting when you see people kind of like tap into it in ways that you you know you're not used to. Um, I remember seeing. Ezra Bridger connect to the force through like um like animal husbandry. <laughs> it's like yep. yep. That is so cool. Like I I I love those unique ways that people kind of hone their talents and and 
it speaks to who they are as people um, when they demonstrate those skills through the force. So um, I think there was something also recently, but I said it in a group chat. I'm sorry, give me a quick second <laughs> to good. look this up. Uh, okay, so I said, we were talking about like force ghosts and like how they manifest and all that because of a recent episode of a certain struck TV show. Um, and I had said, I mean, my general belief of what the force is, is when it comes to force ghosts, that's the force manifesting itself in the image that whoever it's communing with needs to see. Um, and I know there's a more corny explanation in canon where like Qui-Gon's like, oh, Yoda, you got to go to the hyperbolic time chamber in order to become a force ghost. <laughs> whatever you know like but but that's that's how i see like the force manifesting itself like it's it's and it's super like deeply connected to like you know um uh, latino beliefs in like the, the afterlife and the supernatural like we when we have like those spiritual experiences it's um it manifests itself in ways that like we need to see um, and so that's, that's kind of like, I love the alt force. Um, so <laughs> I, I love that. Like, that's what really enticed me to join the show was that like, when we were recording for Toya, it seemed so deeply in her beliefs that the force was so much more than the Jedi thought it was, you mm -hmm. know? And, um, and so I'm super excited to be able to explore that with Lua. Yeah, no, then that's something that. I really wanted to throw in, especially from the beginning, for like specifically Toya, which is a character that we both kind of like worked on together before uh, creating those like uh, the speeches and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, because you, they would have been um, a Jedi Master, and that would have been stuff that you really couldn't like talk about. Mm -hmm. um, and so the only reason that like Honor heard that because you don't have to hide from this anymore you have to hide from everything but that's something like if you're going to talk about it you could talk about it all mm -hmm. um and how how much of like a shattering that is for honor yeah um it's so it's so fun to explore because like um navar plays honor incredibly where honor is like i was i grew up by this code like mm -hmm. this is all that i know sometimes it's literally all that he knows mm -hmm. money what the fuck is money <laughs> 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 by the time this is up there's some recent episodes where oh. you hear honors um knowledge of money and our lack thereof <laughs> oh i love it um yeah let's see we have um another friend of the show ferris who uh voiced one senator zen in um in the bounty hunter uh mini arc uh sent in a lot of questions initially about maybe 70 percent of these questions are from ferris <laughs> so let, let's go through a couple ones because there's like okay. some really good ones in here um i think i know this but what is your favorite star wars character? my favorite star wars character is asajj ventress uh where um i feel like by the time this episode airs we will have already celebrated 20 years of Asajj Ventress. Uh, she was first introduced on November 14th, uh, 2003. Um, and so it's about to be the 20 year anniversary of her first episode. Oh, wow. uh, yeah, in the 2D Clone Wars series. That was her, her first episode debut. Um, 20 years ago, fuck. 
You said that. I was like, oh yeah, no, it was in the, it was like the Clone Wars thing. I was like, was it earlier than that? And then you said 20 years ago. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Like the 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 3D Clone Wars, I think was like 2008. I want to say, but 2003, uh, um, right before Revenge of the Sith came out, that's when they yeah. aired the the 2D um, Tartakovsky uh, Clone Wars, and that's where she had her first introduction. And I have been obsessed with this character for like pretty much almost as long as that has been. Like 20 years <laughs> of my life has been dedicated to obsessing over Asajj Ventress because she just has like, you know, like I said, she has this unique connection with the force and she, for a very long time, had an incredibly unique story. You know, we had never seen someone go from outside of like, I'll phrase that a little differently. Her story paralleled Anakin in a way that we haven't seen before. You know, she was a Jedi Padawan as a child. Uh, she lost her master in this traumatic event and that made her fall to the dark side. And from there, she had to live through abuse and through like all of this violence and all of this Sith programming that like she eventually broke free of. I mean, she was sort of kicked out, but like then mm -hmm. she healed, <laughs> you know, like she she got out of this like abusive cycle with with um, the Sith and and slowly became her own person. And I think that that's like such an interesting fold to who Anakin is, who, you know, he he was taken in as a, a young Padawan and um, he didn't experience the trauma of losing his master at such a young age, but eventually he too turned and wasn't able to turn back until much, much later um, and with the help of the people who, who loved him. Um, and I've always thought that like, they, um, when we talk about like forced dyads, um, especially in that like first series uh, in the 2D animated series, when they are fighting, they match each other up until the end, blow for blow until she brings out the anger in him. And he, you know, has that spark of Sith and finally beats her um, because he is more Sith than her, you know, and and it's something that's even restated by Yoda in the early like 3D Clone Wars. Um, uh, he he tells her, and it's kind of like a, a really sick this too, but he says, strong in the dark side you are, but not that strong. Um, and a lot of, you know, you could take that as the insult that it is, but I also take it as Yoda like reading her and saying like, no, you're strong in the force, but the dark side is not where you're supposed to be. Um, but you're also not supposed to be a Jedi. Like this is not, this isn't the path for you. Um, and in the end, that's exactly, exactly what it is. You know, she, she goes and, and carves out this future away from the Jedi, um, both in canon and in legends. Um, and, you know, we won't talk about what happens at the end because that's fake. Um, what happened to her? She's still alive. She's like on a beach in Niamos surrounded by hot people. Um, she did not die. Um, but in the, the comics, after, you know, after the 2003 Clone Wars series, she bridged into the Dark Horse comics. And um, there's a great series uh, called Obsession where <laughs> Obi-Wan, uh, it's, yeah. you know, Anakin <laughs> has killed Asajj Ventress, quote unquote. But uh -huh. Obi-Wan um, has, has like visions and dreams of her and starts obsessing over the fact that she might be alive still. And in the end... Um, she is struck down one more time, fakes her death, um, and Obi-Wan puts her body on a Republic cruiser so that he can give her a proper Jedi burial. But she wakes up, 
um, steals the ship and flies off into the galaxy and says, get me away from this war, away from the Jedi, away from the Sith. You know, she wants no part of it. It's her, it's her story to carve. Um, and it's one of like the earliest, like, I think signs in the prequel, uh, a prequel era of like a woman having like her own agency, um, uh, which, which, you know, women are routinely stripped of in, uh, in the prequel era. So yeah. like, she's, yeah, she's just such an inspiring character, especially not to get too deep into it, but like, you know, I, I, I am a survivor of abusive, of an abusive relationship and seeing Ventress like, like never give up on herself, no matter how hard it is, no matter how devastating and traumatic her experiences have been, she continues to carve her way forward in the in the force and develop that relationship and develop who she is individually away from her former masters. And I just think that she's so fascinating and so strong as a character. So good, yeah. I I obviously need to look more into Asajj because yes, I love Asajj Ventress, but like my experience with her is like that Clone Wars 2D, The mm -hmm. Clone Wars, and uh, a more civilized age has gone over. Is it, is it Dark Disciple? Is that the one with Quinlan? Yeah, 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 with the fake ending. Yeah, yeah, the fake ending. Yeah, the, the fake uh, ending, yeah. I, I, I read that book, but it's so weird. Like the last chapter is completely blank. I don't. Yeah, it's like it's just um, gone. Yeah, um, I don't know what happened with printing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> great book, otherwise. <laughs> that's that's what it feels like. Yeah. Um, all right, let's let's do a couple more. Mm. Um, let's see, Ferris, 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 Ferris. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we're just this is gonna be a Ferris special because she has <laughs> so many good ones. Um, okay, so this is I'm gonna change this a bit because it only make we're, it's only for you. If uh, Lua could team up with one of the main trios, which is Anakin, Obi-Wan, Padme, uh, Luke, Leia, Han, Ray, Finn, Poe, which one would they pick for a team up? I think, honestly, and this is saying a lot because like, I have strong opinions about the, the sequel trilogy, but I definitely think that she would team up with Ray, Poe, and Finn because they're, they are very punk rock. Um, yes. One of one of the the criticisms I have of the sequel trilogy is that those three didn't spend enough time together because those actors had such incredible chemistry, but also like off screen the stories we were given about them together were so engaging and so different. Like they were a breath of fresh air um, when it came to how they related to the Force and the war and how they saw everything. You know, they're they're the third generation now of the Galactic Wars. Um, and I think Lua would just like absolutely love them because they all have little attitudes. Um, <laughs> she, she could definitely get down with that. Like she, I just think she would have so much fun, like hanging out and getting to know them and, uh, and breaking rules with them. I, I want the Lua and Finn duo <laughs> adventures so bad. Yes. That would be so good. <laughs> so amazing she would like take it she would definitely treat him like a little brother um in, oh, in all the best ways <laughs> like i definitely see her doing that so yeah 100 percent. yeah um let's see your character looks up at the night sky staring onto a slew of planets and stars the endless space between them what are they thinking 
from fairies. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I think on a on a deep night, uh, they're remembering their days on Terrace, which is where she she grew up. Um, she grew up near the the Jedi Temple on Terrace, and um, thinking about her friends, um, her family, which we haven't we haven't tapped into that at all yet. Um, so I haven't figured it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but that 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 motley crew of Jedi Padawans that that she grew up with, I think she. She thinks about them a lot, you know, um, and it's it's really funny. We're going to see um, some connection to them uh, as as we continue in the game. But um, it's it's it is at, at her core what drives her. You know, it's why she wanted to be successful, because Lua Lua's not much of a physical fighter. She's not a great pilot like her voice is. It's what fuels her, her voice and her her charisma um, uh, and her her cunning like um, and so she learned a lot of lessons from them and uh, and so having having experienced like that major loss in such a traumatic way it's something that's always on her mind um, I think on a casual night she might be thinking of new lyrics um, thinking of some some really good like uh, some good rebellion songs to help like fuel everyone's um uh what what's the word i'm looking for uh inspiration you know um because she she writes a lot of like public albums and stuff but i like to think she writes some tunes like that are just for the rebellion that kind of just like leak around and it's like oh hey lua just dropped a new one Aww. so yeah oh i like that just like uh there's like the public albums and then there's like maybe even a different pseudonym Mm hmm yeah 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 absolutely D either under like her code name or like the i picked like three different like code names for her so I don't <laughs> you got a rotation yeah a little rotation so i think <laughs> a, a new it's like oh the new the new uh the new album from siren just dropped like let's go let's go check it out while we fly in our x-wings yeah yeah it's a good shit <laughs> um all right this this is a fun one because I think this is one that the whole cast has answered, mm -hmm. and I really want to know. Um, da -da 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 -da. Uh, congrats! Unwavering Force is being adapted into a Lucasfilm TV series. Um, if it's live action, who is playing the character? And I don't know if you like have met enough NPCs mm -hmm. to uh, be excited to see brought to life. Though, like you know of some, but who would Lua's actor? Um, I would absolutely, uh, I would cast Carol G as Lewis after, um, I think she's just so talented and like, she is just shot to stardom over the past, like couple of years. She's a really strong Latina singer. Um, she's got lots of attitude and, um, I haven't seen her acting skills or whatever, but you know, we could, they're, they're like, you know, lessons and stuff she can take. Yeah. She, yeah how to act but you know I, I I think that someone with like a really strong voice and especially like a Latina um, would be perfect for Lua because like outside of, of Macross one of Lua's other major inspirations um, is Selena and I I really want to like I've, I've always wanted to work that into her character um, those qualities that Selena had that made her like so unforgettable um, and so having another Latina uh, play her would be just fantastic yeah oh this cast 
It's so good. I I <laughs> wish I remembered who everyone else chose um, because I remember being super excited about all of them. Mm -hmm. um, I'll have to like listen to that Q and A again. Uh, here's another good one. I think I have like maybe one or two left for you. So mm -hmm. this one from Ferris. Um, what's your favorite part about playing in the Star Wars universe? Oh, I just, I love playing in the Star Wars universe and I have like all my life. Um, I used to do like live journal role play um, as different Star Wars characters. I think that like, I love it because you you have these stories where the good guys win um and it's it's uh, it's helpful and inspiring um to see these people who are so deep in like these different like fascist states like break free and band together and like fight for the common goal of like making it a better place um and then also all the little like doodads and like uh tools and the weaponry i just think it's so neat and fascinating and i love i think the other thing i really really love are the different like um starships and stuff in star wars the x-wing is so iconic the tie fighter is so iconic and um learning more and more about the people in them um just lights my heart up i love it yeah um and then this last one that we're gonna do um this is actually from one of our patrons and also from twitter saga nadal um, what is your favorite medium to consume Star Wars content? Ooh, um, I, as much as I love the movies and I love the movies, have all my life, um, I really love the comics and animation, um, verticals of Star Wars. Uh, I, I mean, I grew up, um, I was very lucky to grow up the child of a complete nerd. Um, so a lot of, a lot of my allowance was like, you know, a new comic every Wednesday. And if I was super good because we were such good friends with like the, our local comic shop owner, uh -huh. he'd throw in like a pack of cards that were Star Wars for me. And so I grew up with like a lot of the Dark Horse, uh, stories, a lot of the, you know, Jaina and Jason stories in the comics rather than in the books. Like it was it was a delightful surprise to me when I one day wandered into my library and found that there were whole books about Han and Leia's kids. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and it's funny cause that's where they came from. Um, and I just, you know, I've been raised on comics. So it's, it's such a special medium to me, especially. Um, and then, you know, Star Wars animation, um, the new stuff is great. The old stuff is great. Like I used to watch uh, VHS recordings of the droids um, and Ewok series, and, uh -huh. uh, and yeah, and and now like as like Clone Wars and and Resistance are fantastic. Um, Bad Batch is all right, but Rebels was just like this definitive Star Wars story that I'd never seen told before, and it was like the Star Wars story I wanted to see in Star Wars, um, and I just think that that with animation the the possibilities are endless it's kind of it's just like comics where like if you imagine it and you have an artist or a team that can make it happen there's no like limit to what you can do so yeah yeah rebels has been a great surprise for me mm -hmm. um because like it's again i only found out because of a merciless age um like i watch like the Clone Wars and I started Rebels recently actually and um just 
the way that season two starts is oh, so good like um yeah. it's just oh yeah it's 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 incredible and i just love like i've always loved found family because of star wars you know we've always kind of had that element um whether literally or otherwise uh and so like i just love the ghost crew and how they've banded together and they're all these very different people who have found like solidarity and and a family in one another and i oh it's amazing yeah <laughs> well i think that's what we'll have for now we'll hopefully have a q a with the whole cast together in the future for our patrons um, patrons, patrons, I don't know how to say that word. I'll be 100% <laughs> honest, but it's okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm so excited for uh, Lua to be part of the story, for people to hear Lua, for to hear you. Um, really quickly, uh, just so people know, again, where could they find you specifically? And is there anything you want to just tell people before we like head off into the galaxy far, far away? Yeah, uh, y'all can find me anywhere on the internet if you look for Ocatrina. That's O-H-C-A-T-R-I-N-A. I have a bunch of really fun stories up on medium.com. So ocatrina.medium.com, including uh, my Ventress fanfics. Um, so go ahead and give them a read. They're, they're both fanfics that precede Dark Disciple. Um, so they're about how she gets her golden lightsaber and how she gets her um, ship that she pilots, the Banshee in Dark Disciple. Um, I am also, like I said, Padre Pascal is currently off the air in solidarity with the strikes, um, but we do have two junky little seasons for you to go back and listen to if you'd like to. Uh, so go ahead and search for Padre Pascal anywhere that you've got podcasts. Um, and yeah, and there's a bunch of other stuff that I have done and am doing and will do in the future. So if you just follow me at Ocatrina um, across the board on social media, you will likely hear about all of that. Yeah. And any um, parting words? Mm, let's see. I uh, I would say my parting words would be um, Ventress was right. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Ventress was right. That's about what? Everything. That'll be it for now. So you'll be hearing from us very soon. Talk to you later. Just want to throw a quick little thing at the end also. Um, that we're going to have a couple like extra things coming out instead of the main plot for the show. Uh, just so we can catch up on our backlog. Because um, right now it's very small and... Um, this show takes time to make, um, both like for recording and also, um, all the pretty post-production that you hear throughout all this, uh, takes a good chunk of time. So I want to give us as much of a buffer as possible. Um, but yeah, all the music you heard during this recording is from Dare to Dream RPG. The album is Cyberpunk Funk. You can check them out on Twitter, on Blue Sky. Go check out their, uh, band camp. Excellent excellence music just want to shout out to all our patrons amelia velvet and saga for supporting us and supporting our show you could find us at patreon at patreon.com slash force where you can also support us and hear q a's and bonus content that we are recording anyways see you later <laughs>